Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services. This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Stepan Kurzertian, the co-founder and CEO of Corpora, a dashboard that helps startups get legal tasks done from formation to Series B. Hi, Stepan. How are you? Hey there, are you good? How are you? Thank you for having me. I'm great, and I'm looking forward to this conversation. So tell us about your background and the genesis of Corpora. I've been practicing corporate law for over 10 years, working with startups from various stages of their cycle, pre-seed to pre-IPO, helping them with forming corporations, hiring talent, giving out stock, doing price rounds, acquisitions, the whole span, essentially. And during this time frame, I've started to take note of various inefficiencies in the way legal services are delivered or the way founders view startup law generally. Oftentimes, attorneys find themselves manually doing very technical tasks that can be automated. Simple stuff such as merging PDFs, conforming dates, tracking signatures, things that no attorney took the bar exam for and frankly, no client wants to pay for. And on the other edge of it, you have the founders that are sometimes confused by startup law, which is oftentimes treated like a maze, even though I'd like to see it like a straight line, and that there's no one readily available resource to go to get plain language insights on startup law. You have your founder set up a corporation, and then they come to you asking, what's next? I'm confused. And they oftentimes share resources or articles from irrelevant sources asking, is this the best thing to do? And the answer is almost always no. So taking into account my track record as a corporate lawyer over the past 10 years, the inefficiencies I mentioned, the confusing parts, that's how Corpora was born. It was built through the years. The idea just developed. And last year, my co-founder and I started Corpora. As you mentioned, it's an AI-powered legal dashboard that helps early stage startups get legal tasks done and one that attorneys actually love as well. What made you focus on startup legal instead of corporate legal more broadly? Startup legal is a subset of corporate legal, right? They have essentially the same core legal functions, both corporate lawyers generally and startup lawyers specifically. We create documents, negotiate documents, analyze them, research the law, advise on the law. But the cool thing about startup law, which makes it ripe for automation and the introduction of technology and AI specifically, the industry has standardized startup law over the years. 10 years ago, 15 years ago, you might have very different versions of stock plans in the market. But today, they're more or less standardized. The stock plans of various companies look more or less the same. You have your NVCA form documents for the price round. You have the YC safe for your safe rounds. And so we see a standardization of startup law which allows room for technology to jump in. This is why we're focusing mainly on startup law. But with all this being said, I don't mean to oversimplify startup law. Startup law is a straight line, yes, but it still has its bespoke features, its certain characteristics, which keep legal acumen still very relevant in delivery of the services. But that's in, in a nutshell, that's why we started focusing on startup law specifically and not corporate law generally. And as mentioned earlier, my passion and profession was focused on startup law. So that, that seemed like a very proper field to focus on when it comes to traversing, going from practicing law to being in legal tech. What are some of the legal related issues that startup founders face and that can be addressed by technology? Sure. We have to 
put this into two big buckets, legal tasks generally. And again, let's Ari, let's focus on that early stage startup. You form your corporation, you appoint your board of directors, you appoint your officers, adopt bylaws, issue stock, all the way to closing your first price round, say the seed price round, right? In that span, which can take years, maybe longer, the tasks are divided into two subsets. You have your simple tasks and the complex tasks. The simple tasks are the ones that founders with the right tools and with minimal guidance from the attorney can essentially do themselves. I'm thinking of stuff such as setting up a corporation or sending out an NDA to sign, sending out an offer letter, giving out stock to a hire. These are the types of things that if you give founders the tools through technology, they can do it themselves, maybe with some minimal oversight by the attorney. So that can be automated and you don't need the attorney to be heavily involved. They're sort of their sleeves rolled up to get the task done. And then you have the second subset, which is the complex stuff, the stuff that require years of legal training in order to properly advise on. You have your price rounds, which starts from looking at the term sheet, advising on the term sheet, what the red flags are, what to negotiate, to drafting and negotiating the financing documents, all the way to closing and post-closing the securities filings. This is where you have to rely on the attorneys. And the role of technology here is giving attorneys the tools to do those tasks more efficiently. As I mentioned, the merging PDFs part, the chasing signatures, conforming dates, these are stuff that attorneys should not be doing, that technology should do instead, thus taking this burden off the shoulders of attorneys. So these are the tasks that can be addressed by technology and to sum up, giving founders the tools to take care of the simple tasks themselves and giving attorneys the tools to take care of the more complex ones more efficiently. Where's the line between enabling attorneys to refocus on higher value work and eliminating the need for attorneys in startup legal matters? We have to acknowledge the fact that law is more art than science. And true, there are matters that have been standardized, but everything is not perfect. Everything is not cookie cutter. And the years, the wealth of experience that lawyers uh, amassed through their career is still relevant for the performance of legal services. So the crux of the matter becomes identifying the tasks where good enough is good enough. But founders are not the best judge of that. Lawyers are the best judge of that. If anything, founders should always have this right-hand person in the form of a lawyer, a legal confidant, if I may, where they would ask, is it good enough here? Is this simple enough for me to do? And if so, then we can allow founders with the help of technology to take care of those. But otherwise, if a lawyer says, nope, this is not that point where you can do it yourself, nope, technology will not be able to fully handle the process for you, that's where lawyers step in. So we have to rely on the human reasoning, the touch and feel of lawyers, the feel rather, of lawyers in determining what are those items where they can step back and provide minimal guidance and the parts where they would have to be more hands-on. I think the issue here, Ari, is very often founders and attorneys alike, they tend to adopt a very binary approach when it comes to doing things yourself, DIYing it, or relying entirely on lawyers. Very many lawyers say, you know what, you either have to pay us today or you'll pay the price tomorrow. And everything is bespoke. Everything requires legal intervention. On the other hand, you have founders that think, technologists primarily that think, you know what, we don't need lawyers. We can do everything ourselves. Everything is so democratized today. Both are incorrect. And so you have to have that honest attorney that can really make the call and say, you know what, this is fine. This is simple. You can handle it yourself. I'm going to give you very minimal guidance. You'll pay me only for five minutes of work just to give you that initial advice. Whereas this, look, you might as well just bite the bullet, pay me, let's do it, let's do it right. And that will help you save a headache and a large legal bill down the line. So that's how I would draw the line. And again, it 
ties them back to the acumen of lawyers to identify what can be automated and what must still be done by lawyers. How is artificial intelligence transforming corporate legal services? The corporate law is changing, and it's going to look very different in a few years than what it looks like today. The way I like to approach this issue is, first of all, let's figure out what corporate lawyers do. What are the core legal functions that lawyers do? And then let's try to go on this mental journey of trying to predict how corporate law will be changed by the impact of artificial intelligence. Corporate lawyers, in essence, do four things. We create documents, we negotiate documents, we analyze documents, and we advise on the law. When I say advise on the law, I'm going to throw in researching the law as well. AI will be impacting corporate legal in all four respects. And as to creating documents, we're already seeing automated templates. That's where you respond to a few questions and the system provides you with the contract that you wish to have. It's going to go beyond this. And picture this, you have your term sheet of a price round, or you have your LOI letter of interest for a acquisition. And for the listeners who are not lawyers, just to recap, these are maybe two, three, five page documents that sum up the general terms of the business deal. The lawyer will take the negotiated and signed term sheet or the LOI, provide this to AI and have AI blow up this two, three, five page document into hundreds of pages of financing documents. The first drafts thereof, which lawyers can then take and negotiate and craft the deal, essentially cutting out hours, if not days of work of taking the term sheet, turning it into a financing document. That's as to creating documents. Negotiation is another big one that's very near and dear to my heart. What I think will be happening in terms of the changing face of corporate legal, you're going to have attorneys write down very detailed memoranda on their clients' interests and priorities and concerns, possibly also putting in certain sensitive information in there. And the memoranda will be then provided to this third-party trusted intermediator in the form of AI, which will look at these memoranda and then provide creative, optimal solutions on how to resolve these points of contention between the two parties. And again, this will cut out hours, if not days and weeks of time of back and forth between the two attorneys trying to achieve that same point in time where they have the creative solutions based on which they can craft and deliver on the deal. On the third point in terms of analyzing documents, what we see today is AI looking at a contract, identifying red flags, maybe also telling you what and how to negotiate based on what's market. Moving forward, what we're going to see in terms of the changing face of corporate legal, AI will be doing this not only as to single documents at a time, but as to a multitude of documents in the aggregate. Essentially, diligence will be made digital. And here I'm referring to due diligence, the type that comes up in the framework of a price round or an acquisition, where you would otherwise have lawyers having years of legal documents dumped into their inboxes, and they'll have to take a fine-tooth comb and sift through the documents one by one, trying to figure out what the gaps are, what the inconsistencies are, what's inefficient, excuse me, what's deficient in order to make the deal happen. That will be automated by AI. AI will take the first bite at due diligence and leave it up to the attorneys to take it from there. And for the fourth point, which is advising on the law or researching the law, you'll have AI look at tomes of legal text, including precedent, and provide very actionable insights to the attorneys based on their questions. Or why not even clients referring to AI with their commonplace corporate law questions and getting insights on that matter as well, or we're seen by lawyers, of course. And the key thing here, Ari, is that this will directly address the access to justice problem, which is rampant today in the field of law, especially given the disparity between the purchasing power of clients and the relatively expensive nature 
of lawyers. So AI will be impacting all four respects of corporate law, creating, negotiating, analyzing documents, and also advising on the law. And it's going to be happening quite soon. So these are all predictions, of course, but it's something that the conversation should be kept live on. And Ari, through your podcast and your work, you're doing immense work in this space. So I'm happy to have this opportunity to talk about this. This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Stepan Kruzertian, the co-founder and CEO of Corpora, a dashboard that helps startups get legal tasks done from formation to Series B. Stepan, thanks so very much. Wishing you the best of luck. Thank you, Ari. Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.